Hi, welcome to the TTWF, Trekking Through Waves and Flames podcast, where I inspire you to see possibilities and opportunities by giving you tips and strategies of how to navigate and stay on track to achieve your fullest potential. Thanks for tuning in. And now, let's get straight into today's episode with me, your host, Princess. Hello everyone, it's good to be back. It's been a while since our last episode, but I am excited to be bringing you fresh content um, and just some new stuff to help us on this journey of growth, of development, of bringing out the best potential in each of us. And as always, I encourage you to share, to like, to subscribe to the various channels where we are at. We're on Facebook. Um, Just, you know, continue to work on this journey with us and encourage your friends. If there's anyone out there that you know could benefit from this content, please do share. Please um, encourage them to be a part of this. Today I am coming to you with an episode that I've entitled, When Life Gets Tough. You know, the last few months, the last year has been really tough for a lot of people in different ways. And so this is a reality in life in general. Anyway, that life does get tough for various reasons. Um, But I'm just going to spend a few moments just talking about when life gets tough. Um, You see, life has a way of unloading its junk on us sometimes, you know, due to events or circumstances beyond our control or mistakes we've made or things that are done to us by other people, either intentionally or unintentionally. We get burdened under the weight of junk that can accumulate over time. Maybe your relationship ended or you lost a loved one and you don't know if you can handle being on your own right now. Maybe you're at the point of a big promotion or a big life change and you wonder if you're up to the new challenges and able to succeed under the new conditions. (laughs) Feels a little bit like where I'm at at the moment, you know, in my career and in the work that I'm doing. Maybe you have experienced a lot of struggle and frustration in the past in your life or in the past few years, past few months. Maybe you are dealing with significant stress and too many obligations and you feel like you're at breaking point. There's also the weight of relationships with children, marriages, sicknesses. Uh, There's a lot in life, you know. And over time, this junk can become toxic and produce fumes of anger, regret, guilt, negativity, fear, and bitterness, you know, self-condemnation, anxiety, and depression. And sometimes it gets to a point where you feel exhausted and weary. You know, I looked up the meaning of the word weary and the dictionary meaning is to be physically and mentally exhausted or fatigued. Um, and you know, not just physically and mentally, but even emotionally. It's, and, and, it's, and this can't be easily fixed by a bed or taking a nap. 
you know, or just lounging in a recliner lazy boy chair. But you know, weary dictates how you feel and what you will do. Weary means you can no longer relax. Weary means you've lost your peace. It's not nice, you know, being weary, you know, is the bottom line. So what happens? Most people will either give up and say, well, this is my life. That's just the way it is. You know, this is the story of my life. These things always happen to me. They happen in threes. You know, I can never get a break. All sorts of things. And so they start to medicate. They medicate with food, with booze, alcohol, sex, unhealthy relationships, binge TV, constantly putting others down to make themselves feel better. Shopping, being a, becoming a shopaholic, becoming a workaholic, busyness, constantly being busy. Or some people will fight. What do I mean? Well, they try to fix things. They try to fix themselves, fix everyone, fix everything, you know. Um, but all this can be like, fighting to get out of a rip in the ocean. The harder you try to fight, you don't go anywhere, but just exhaust yourself to the point of drowning. That's how a lot of people drown. Let me tell you a little bit about my life story. One day I'll you know, go into the detail of the whole story, but this is just a little bit. For many years, I was a very burdened person. I grew up in a somewhat dysfunctional home where both parents were not really present emotionally or, you know, in, and in other ways that, you know, parents should be present for their children. As a result, I suffered a lot of emotional damage uh, and just emotional unhealthiness if there's a word like that so I was lonely even though I was in a family and uh, I felt isolated and I remember that by the age of 10 by the time I was 10 years old I was suffering from depression I continued to accumulate emotional and psychological junk into my teens and young adult years and the burden got heavier and heavier. I was yoked to many things and I allowed those things to control my thoughts, my choices and the decisions that I made, my plans even, for you know, my future plans. I was chained to my past pain and mistakes that I've made as a result of, you know, just things I did in the past. I was really chained to the opinion of others. I was involved in toxic relationships. In those things, in those relationships, I found my, I, 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 I thought I found my identity, my safety, my security and direction of life. And for many years, 
being involved with the wrong people led me to make choices that were not healthy for my physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual life. But I'm a fighter and a fixer and very driven. Those, those of you that know me well will know that I don't believe in can't, you know, I can't do this and this can't be done. I'm the kind of person that believes, you know, if it's been done, it can be done again. And so I'm a fighter, I'm driven, right? You know, and, and I'm a, so, you know, I, yeah, I want to fix things. And that's what I tried to do over and over and over again. And I failed over and over and over again. How often do we react to hard times with anger, with rage, or like in my case, an all-out effort to get ourselves out of this difficulty or out of this situation no matter what. And so we work feverishly to take the bull by the horns and clean up our mess. Yet often... What, I, what we're trying to fix are the symptoms and not necessarily the problem or the root cause of the problem. You know, fortunately for me, I discovered that later. But, you know, some people never get to discover this. The other reality is it's not always as easy as some people think or some people expect to make the changes that you need to make or to turn around or get to where we want to get to. You hear people say, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You can do it. No excuses. You know, when someone responds with these unseemly throwaway lines, do you really think that it's easier said than done? Like you look at them and you think it's easier said than done. The truth is when worry is ruling and overtaking you, it's not easy to simply decide not to worry, you know. When you're anxious and you can't see a way out, it's not easy to simply decide not to be anxious. However, beware. Worry can quickly deteriorate into anxiety and anxiety can end up literally crippling you by deteriorating to something else like chronic depression, you know, and chronic fatigue syndrome and things like that. So, what does one do? You see, if you look down, you will be defeated. If you look around, you will be distracted and probably discouraged. But if you look up and you look beyond the challenges, there's always hope. You just have to look for it. And you just have to believe that it's there. One of the things that I've learned is, you know, thinking about what does one do is sometimes we just need to take a break for a while and then get up and keep going. You see, you, you can't say, oh, I'll wait until everything is all right to take a break. Sometimes in the middle of that storm, in the mi middle of that vortex, 
you just need to take a break and then keep going. A story is told of a professor who was giving a lecture to his students on stress management. He raised a glass of water and asked them, how heavy do you think this glass of water is? And the students answered, you know, different things, 100 mils to 100 mils, 150 mils. But the professor replied, it actually doesn't matter what the absolute weight of the glass is. How heavy it is depends on how long you hold it. Think about it. If I, you know, he said, if I hold it for a minute, it's okay. If I hold it for 10 minutes, yeah, I could possibly do it. But if I hold it for an hour, I will have an ache in my right arm. And if I hold it for a few hours or a whole day, you'd have to call an ambulance. That's if I can even hold it that long. Because it gets heavier by the hour, by the minute. It's the exact same weight that I started with, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. And so what am I trying to say? What is this story trying to tell us? It's that if we carry our burdens all the time, sooner or later, we will not be able to carry on because the burden becomes increasingly heavier. Sometimes we have to put the burden down and rest so that we can be refreshed we can recover and are able to carry on. Some burdens you can put them down and leave them, but some burdens will take time and processes to be able to fix. And so put it down and then pick it up again when you have rested, whether it's putting it down before you go to bed at night, no point in staying away thinking about it all night. Maybe it means putting it down while you have a conversation with your child or with somebody else so that you're fully present. I don't know. Think about what works for you. You see, the other thing is we have to realize that there's a season for everything. There's a time to give it your best and also a time to rest. This is important advice and I hope you are paying attention. Living a balanced life will guard you against the hidden emotional and psychological traps that come our way. You see, for example, artists who tour for months, you know those musicians or, and they go on tour for months on stage night after night when the tour is over and they return to the routines and realities of normal life, they can have a very difficult time reconciling the two, often falling into deep depression, unable to function in a balanced and healthy way at home. Another example is someone who faces a continuous sequence of setbacks or blows 
they can then struggle to stay on top mentally. The truth is, no matter what life brings, if you are going to grow your capacity, you must get good at balancing your responses to the ups and the downs as they come along. Ask yourself, how consistent am I? Do I swing from awesome highs to deep lows in my life? My emotional life, my spiritual life, my relationships, my thought life. If you have extreme fluctuations in the way you behave and respond, you won't be able to develop the emotional capacity to keep going through the challenges or adversities when they do come. So folks, take care of your soul. Build balanced and consistent habits that nurture your physical, your mental health, your emotional, your spiritual health. Having this balance will bring stability to your life and your behavior. Again, how you can achieve this is things that we can talk about in future episodes as we go forward. Another thing to realize, you know, talking about what do we do when life gets tough is to realize that the distance between expectation and reality is disappointment. (laughs) And the degree your expectations falls short of reality will be the degree of disappointment you experience. I'll say that again. The degree your expectations fall short of the actual reality will be the degree of your disappointment that you feel, that you experience. Let me break that. So, you know, maybe you thought you'd be married by now or you thought you'd be working for yourself, running your own business or you thought you'd be out of debt and further along you know, or you thought that you would be in a management position, whatever the unmet expectation, disappointment inevitably follows. And if you are not careful, the disappointment will sabotage you. Instead, get real. Recognize that life doesn't always go as expected. But other days, you sail through every red light. So embrace each season as it comes and work with it. The most important thing is managing yourself and regulating yourself. And also remember that disappointment is often part of the journey, but it's not the end of the story. The other thing that we can do in life is to realize that sometimes you have to go with plan B. It's good to have plans. It's good to have a plan A and plan it well. And of course, believe that you can execute. But when life doesn't work out, sometimes the key is learning how to let go of a plan that isn't serving you in this season. 
And so you obtain that degree and later migrated to a country where that qualification is not considered relevant. And so now <laughs> you realize that success doesn't quite look like you expected a few years ago. And so you got married and you expected to have five kids by the time you were 30. But you are 31 and still trying to get pregnant. Again, success doesn't quite look like you expected. And so what do you do? Sometimes you have to let go of plan A to make room for plan B. Plan B might be having to go back to school and study again. Plan B might be having to uh, go into a career path that was not what you dreamt of. Plan B might be having to take on a job that is not your dream job, but it will give you some income and a starting point. Plan B might be realizing that having five children is not necessarily your source of happiness. Why do thousands of people suffer and survive abuse, but only a few get famous for surviving it? Have you ever thought of that? You see, two people can suffer the same pain or injustice with dramatically different results. Very different. I have learned that my life story isn't about what happens to me. It's about what I do from that moment on. I have siblings that grew up in the same family, in the same household as me. But right now I can tell you that our lives look completely different. At some point, they looked like they'll be the same but now completely different and yet we went through the exact same challenges, the exact same situations in this exact same environment. And so I'll say that again. Life, your life story isn't about what happens to you. It's about what you do from that moment on. Hence the saying, Focus on how you deal and not what you were dealt. I think that's a good quote. Anyway, I'll stop here and hope that these few words have encouraged someone. I hope that spending these few moments listening to me have encouraged you and have helped you to start thinking about certain things and certain decisions or certain changes that you need to make in your own life and certain things that you can start doing um, on this journey called life. Um, I will leave you with a quote that I read on the internet the other day. Um, the quote said, when you master the way you handle yourself in difficult times, suffering becomes an option and not a given think about that until we meet again 
I wish you all the best as you continue on this journey to get better, um, to get stronger. And uh, look forward to spending time with you again um, in the next few weeks. Take care. Thank you for listening to the TTWF podcast. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and check out my YouTube channel. Thank you once again for listening. I look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, remember, nothing is impossible. If it hasn't been done yet, it's been waiting for you.